It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement vows that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the right stuff, I mean the power of Jesus. <laughs> but both of us believing in the power of ice cold beer. I do love some good beer. Well, you know what I also love is uh, a good shower. Oh yeah. I mean, there's nothing, n- literally, almost nothing, like... Uh, when you can get the water as hot as it can go. Are you a hot shower guy or a cold shower guy? I'm a hot shower guy, but my skin does get dry, and I preach to take shorter, medium-level showers so you don't get cirrhosis or dry skin. Okay, well, I, you know, I, I love that you say you preach. <laughs> no, that's because I always think of you in a different light, but you're like, I preach. I preach. Well, I, uh, yes. Preach it, Doc. Yes, yes. Yes, I'm actually not that preachy until you... Ask me about vaccines, and then I get all preachy. But yes, I recommend Dove, unscented, and trying not to be in the shower for too long. As I'm in there, and like my old joints are getting warmed up by the hot shower, and I and I like I got I got the one coming from the top and one coming from from the side with the Ooh, water. Okay, you got um, two, two. I remind two myself jets. that hey, practice what you preach. Get practice. out of the shower. Don't stay in here forever, and you got to get to work. You have a lot of messages. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I have fallen in love with uh, tea tree. You ever mm-hmm. use tea tree on your on your scalp? It really tingles. In fact, uh, we my wife often jokes that um, I went through a, a few tea trees, and I was like, "This one's not tingly." Actually, I think I used the word invigorating. This one's not invigorating enough. So I have found uh, this this tea tree, and I find it at Marshalls anyway. I'm talking about cleanliness, and you know what they say about cleanliness. Uh, no, I mean, it's good. It will decrease the risk of uh, transmission of virus and bacteria. Oh, those are great. Yes, yes, yes. They also say it's next to godliness because I'm clean. So what does this mean? Cleanliness is next to godliness. Like, like other than being godly, being clean is the next important thing. Like, are you, are you supposed to be clean if you're religious? Do these go hand in hand? What, is it, what does that mean? Well, you have to remember that it back in, especially in Old Testament times, they often talked about uh, cleanliness in regard to not only their food, but to their person. Hygiene to, uh, so pre-Jesus, right? So when you're talking specifically about the Jewish faith, uh, hygiene is very important. Cleanliness of the food. I mean, they don't eat bacon. Yeah, well. Right? Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for bacon. So, um, you know, I think it's, but they say cleanliness is next to godliness. And I think it's, it's important to know. In fact, I have a quote here uh, since, we're, since you asked. Uh, one of my favorite quotes oh, yes. from please, Isaiah. Please tell me something from the Bible. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes, cease to do evil. Wow. Well, so if you didn't realize from those thoughts from Jesus, yeah, 
Well, that, that was would in, that would make me think that was in Isaiah. It was it, it was from the prophet Isaiah before Jesus was oh, ever even okay. born. Okay, yeah, so that before was, Isaiah. No, no, no. Isaiah was before Jesus, but Isaiah also predicted the birth of Jesus. So, who <laughs> do you think Jesus invented the bidet? Do I think Jesus invented the bidet? Do you think that he wanted or religion God? Wanted not only your body to be clean, yeah, but your butt to be clean. Oh, I can tell you what. Here's here's where I'm at. In the shower we're talking about, I'm hot, I'm tea tree, and I don't. I've never used a bidet, really. But there were times um, that I tried to convince my wife, specifically in the last eighteen months, to go bidet. So bidet means. Little horse. It comes from a French word meaning little horse. And the whole idea came from, it was like straddling a pony. (laughs) And that's where they got the word for bidet. There was a time, do you remember at the beginning of all of the chaos regarding COVID-19? When when there was no toilet paper and people were frantically running around buying up toilet paper and hot dogs and, and, you know, things that were weird or seemed weird at the time. Uh, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I really, I thought about it. They have an add-on system that you can get to an existing toilet. You don't have to go, like, rip out your toilet and go all bidet. Yeah, so that's called the washlet. In the United States, we're still kind of calling that bidet. And so some of the discussions today are going to be about the things you can attach to your toilet as opposed to just a full bidet. There can be a stand-up bidet. There can be a separate bidet. But now the idea of most bidets in the United States are attachments you already put onto an already existing toilet. Yeah, because who's going to modify their whole bathroom just to put in a bidet. Well, I think that if we started with bidets years ago, maybe we would have adjusted our bathrooms and they would have had more space for bidet, but it was very different because I'll tell you why we don't have bidets. Okay, why don't we have bidets? Back in, I don't know if it was WW1. Is, cause, w- is it because w- people w- don't like to say butt? No, it's, it has nothing to do with butt. It's bidet, bidet. I, I know, know, but I know, but when you, when you talk about the bidet, you're like, oh, you got to clean your butt. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like Isaiah was talking about making sure that you cleaned your self to get rid of all very, the evil. Very smart. Exactly. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm sure he was. So the United States right now okay. is five percent of the population, and we use over twenty percent of all of the toilet paper in the world. So hold on. The United States is five percent of the world's population, and we use twenty percent of the toilet paper used around the world. The average American yep. uses three hundred and eighty-four trees worth of toilet paper in their lifetime. Do you think that's because most people are are bunchers as opposed to folders? I don't know. I don't have a set. I don't have a set way I go about it. What do, what do you mean? I don't know that I fold or bunch or, I mean, it's just kind of whatever it is. I don't know that, like, uh... uh You're telling me you don't have a plan? <laughs> no, I don't have a plan. You don't have a preferred method? I mean, my method is going to be I'm going to get a bidet because the more I'm learning about it, the more I love it. But I do not have a preferred method. No, no, I just kind of uh, wing it. I, I don't think that much about it, right? I go to the bathroom when I have to and then I move on. Uh, so you're telling me when you replace the toilet paper... You don't care if it's over, under, or you just set it right on top like some kind of animal? I just set it right on. Sometimes I don't even attach it in. You know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And You're th- a monster. <laughs> Don't call me a monster. Are you serious? Oh my yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. I mean, no, sometimes no, no. I do. There's right, there's wrong, and then there's monster. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I've turned into a monster. Yes. The toilet paper goes over. When we were discussing the episode, none of this had to do with you become a monster. Well, I didn't know. I'm a heathen, but I'm not a monster. I didn't know that I was sitting next to a heathen <laughs> Monster. I'm glad you're vaccinated. I can't believe we're 60 some episodes in and I feel like my feelings are hurt for the first time. I'm a monster. Oh my gosh, well, who knew? (laughs) Oh my God. Well, yeah, uh, the monster is in. Oh. Yeah. My gosh. Okay. Back in the day. And I was just going to start singing, like, Everybody knows that I am. I'm so fresh, so fresh, and so clean, clean. But I, I don't, I don't believe that you are. You're I just mean, a monster. Yes. And then I start thinking about that Eminem song. I the monster. You know, I got the monster beside me and the monster under my bed. You were doing a lot better when you were singing Outcast. Let's get back to so fresh and okay. so clean. In the United States, we had soldiers who were fighting the war. And in France and a lot of the countries in Europe, they were using bidets. But a lot of the places that they had bidets in were brothels. Mm. And there were some thoughts at that time that it was a way to, you know, keep yourself clean. There were some thoughts that using the bidet after intercourse could keep you from getting pregnant, which was wrong. But people used to use the bidet to, uh, per se, freshen up. And so even though... Everybody knows the only way you can prevent getting pregnant is by doing it in a hot tub. (laughs) That is not true. That is not true. But I feel like you religious people preach abstinence, which is not the right way either. You can definitely not get pregnant if you're not doing it. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Abstinence is, is, it definitely keeps what? you from getting pregnant. But, I just but, became but a teaching that oh. to young people doesn't work. Uh, I, I, think, I think teaching people and continuing to remind, uh, you know, as a, as a person who believes in God and, and absolutely believes that uh, that that sex is is most sacred and most beneficial in a marriage of two people. Um, I do believe that continuing to teach children the consequences of relations outside of marriage, right? Of of the diseases that that can be transmitted, of the potential hazards of uh, of an undesired or a pregnancy with someone who you're not in a relationship with that is. In a covenant sure, relationship, sure. like, like, you know, by marriage, uh, it, those it, things can all be challenging. I agree. And this is why I don't think they have bidets in churches. Oh. Because, like, what are you getting what? yourself cleaned up for? Oh. Right? They're trying to not to preach that. But days have been around. You said there you were clean. Well, Isaiah just said you clean yourself from all your evil deeds. Oh, yes. Don't listen to anything the monster says. So in the 1600s, bidets started. And actually, okay. Napoleon had a silver bidet. Because he's the little horse? I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> but what happened is uh, soldiers came back to the United yeah. States and they thought, wow, this is a great idea. But they didn't want to tell anyone, hey, I saw a place that had bidets. Or they kind of associated with impure thoughts. And the United States was very much puritanical and, uh, you know, obviously built on a lot of religious thoughts initially that they decided that, hey, bidets weren't the thing that were happening. But in Europe, in Southeast Asia, I mean, there are bidets everywhere. Oh, Southeast Asia. I believe there are bidets everywhere. You know, I, I have never seen a bidet myself. So, you know what? I have. Babe, I've never seen a bidet. Well, I have to tell you. My younger brother yeah. is all about bidets. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. My younger brother, Brian Drum. Yeah. Call him 585 Planner. He will, uh, he will do all your financial planning. And, and hopefully, after you hear his thoughts on today, so he gave me his five main thoughts. What would happen on if bidets. I called 585 Dentist? Oh, you'd get his wife, the other Dr. Drum? Perfect. Yes. So he gave me his top five thoughts on bidets. Okay. I actually did a lot of research for our episode on bidets. So okay. his number one is <laughs> the only people who think bidets are weird are people who have not used one. And I'm trying to use his voice. Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. I think uh, I, I've never used one. However, I was very tempted uh, during the crisis of toilet paper. And I think I could find myself uh, using a washlet. Yeah. Because I'm not paying the money to, to redo my whole bathroom. But um, I would definitely go with the attachment method. Okay. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he uses the, attach, uh, the attachment method. He actually has five, including one in his camper. One in his camper? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he uses the bio bidet. Oh, that makes the most sense. Because I think when you're out in nature... Uh, well, he has... Uh, five total, just one in his camper, but they're kind of everywhere. Okay. So n- number one was the only people who think it's weird are people that have never used it. Number two. Number two. We know you all... We, ah, number oh, stop two. It, stop it, stop it. We all know you love that seat warmer while you're driving in your car. Yeah. Why would you want a seat warmer on your butt while you're pooping? What? Seat warmer? Yeah, the bidets are warm. Now the new ones, the attachments. Yeah. It like warms up your tuchus. Oh, that sounds good. Yep. You know, isn't that how you get hemorrhoids? Like pooping? On, I mean, I, I worked We're in the shipyard for years. Okay. Yes, I've also consulted a gastroenterologist on his thoughts on bidets. That's okay. coming as well. Number three. The water is heated, which is very effective. And it's like taking a mini shower. You don't have to wipe yourself down with dry napkins or even wet wipes. People shower to get clean. So a bidet is like your butt taking a shower. Oh, I like that. A, a shower for my butt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have to use a blow dryer on all the hair back there, though? Next. The bidet we have has a dry button, so it's like having a shower on your rumpus and then having someone blow dry your rectum like... Oh, my gosh! It's like I prepared for this. Yes. So, I'm going to... The bidet we have has a dry button, so it's like having a shower on your rumpus and then having someone blow dry your rectum like a boss. Like a boss. Yes, yes. I'm trying to use his actual words. Yes. The next... Okay, number five. Number five. That was number four, but number five is mine has a turbo button. That's kind of how he talks. If you need help finishing your poop job, try the turbo button. Actually, if you just want to brighten your day, try the turbo button just for kicks. <laughs> so these are the top five, uh, uh, top you know, five thoughts on a bidet. From B Drum. Oh, yeah. 585 Planner. Oh, yeah. So I think the question comes to, is a bidet good for medical issues? Like, is it good for you? Is it healthy? Is this something that is going to put you in a better place? Is this going to make you... Ain't nobody dope as me. I'm so fresh and so fresh and so fresh and so clean, clean. Okay. So, I actually consulted a gastroenterologist. Okay. He was in mid-colonoscopy. And I called him. Nick Danger. Hi. Out of Palo Alto, California. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I have a very important question for you. Does he have a specialized license plate? No, he's just a gastroenterologist. No, I, I don't like, think you know, so. on Seinfeld, you know, there's the ass man. No. No, I, I don't know. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in a while. He's have you seen him? He's one of my buddies from medical school. Seinfeld? I have. I yeah, have. Okay. I have. I have. 
Uh, I mean, he's a little bit cooler than that. No, yes. no, he definitely doesn't. I but know. he's also a listener to the show. Ah. Shout out to Salo Palto, California. Ah, holla. And uh, I asked him, you know, do you ever recommend it? And so one of the things we discussed before was pruritic ani. We have itchy butt. Yeah. Oh. And that comes from a lot of wiping too much, right? Maybe yeah. you got that one ply and we're irritating your rectum. Yeah. Um, hemorrhoids. It may be helpful with, and I want to point out, none of this really has great scientific data, but there are times where he has recommended it. One of the worries was that maybe the water pressure was too high mm-hmm. that it could tear through your rectum. And he says, I've seen a lot of people that have used bidets and the power in a bidet, and he actually has one, yeah. is not strong enough to tear through your sphincter. Now, one of the things that I remember, I, so I worked in the in a shipyard on naval ships uh, in my early twenties, and every toilet was metallic, mm. was was stainless steel. Yeah, and in the colder months, the stainless steel would be very cold, freezing, and so I. They would often talk to us about being careful about resting our entire rumpus on the seat. So you hovered. As many people had gotten uh, hemorrhoids Mm. from sitting on the cold seat and then squeezing one out. Is, Is that a valid medical argument? Well, if you're sitting too long putting pressure, it does increase the chances that you get hemorrhoids. Okay. And uh, Dr. Nick Danger also recommends if you have ulcerated skin or tissue tears, you want to keep the pressure low. Oh. My brother actually recommends medium pressure. Medium pressure. Little bit of warmth, but not too powerful. Mm-hmm. You want to kind of go medium heat, medium pressure. Nothing too aggressive. You I want feel to be like he's of... a bidet sommelier. Oh, yes, yes. So actually, there's a lot of actual controversy in reference to the bidet. There were questions like, hey, is this good for you? Does it prevent urinary tract infections? You know how like women are recommended to urinate after intercourse? Can yeah. you just go in and clean yourself off in the bidet? And we do not have data for this. We actually don't have data for any of this. But if you have inflammatory bowel disease, if you're someone that goes to the bathroom a lot, it may be nicer to not have to get that one ply. You say you're at work and you go in and it's got like that, you know, like the huge toilet paper thing that was like a monster. Like a, oh, like yeah. A, the big one. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you know that thing looks like sandpaper. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you could sand down your wood bench with that because it's so rough. Maybe a bidet would be a good thing at that point. But so you're recommending there was, there were some issues in public restrooms. I'm not there yet. What I'm trying to say is that there was actually a study that showed it could throw off uh, the vaginal microflora and could maybe increase the risk of bacterial vaginosis. Mm. Right? You know, um, Yeah, I'm concerned about bacterial vaginosis. Yes, yes. And so I think one of the things is, is it good for your health? And I, and I think we don't know that answer. Okay. What we know is every person's a little bit different. If you are a woman and you've gotten recurrent bacterial vaginosis, you shouldn't be using a bidet. Right. If you have, you know, itchy butt or pruritic ani, it yeah. actually may be a great idea. If you have inflammatory bowel disease, it may be helpful for you. All right, pruritic ani, you're out there. Here's something good for you. Yeah. That's what I heard you say. And you know what? That is what I said. And I could not agree more. You know, it's interesting. We talk about toilet. I mean, I, the, the toilet now is so much different than it was in biblical times. Yeah. Right. I mean, in biblical times, you're talking, uh, there was no plumbing. In fact, there are still places around the world that, that struggle to deal with, with issues r- related to plumbing. 
But I mean, in, in biblical times, you're talking, they, there was a bench with a few holes set in it. Maybe it was made of marble. Uh, and people were lined For paper, up. they're just reaching for some of Isaiah to get themselves clean because that's <laughs> all they have sitting around. That's right. The New Testament wasn't even around yeah. yet, right? So, I mean, you, you know, it is sometimes in reading that stuff, I feel like we've been so spoiled because now, you know, we have our, our own restrooms, we use toilet paper. Too much. Like of it's it, going actually. out of style. You yeah. place it anywhere. It doesn't even have to go on a roll, apparently. Monster. That's actually not the case. I don't have a set like I fold it four times, I put it here, and then I do this, and then as I I mean, I just am living life not thinking through, hey, exactly what is my plan? I go into the bathroom, I go to the bathroom, I leave, I you know, I, I wipe myself, I put things back, I I wash my hands. But like, do I put it so the roll comes out or the roll goes the other way? I mean, does is there a right answer with like how you set the roll? Yes. What's the answer? The answer is over. Over. Okay. I I, I probably think that I'm more an over than an under yes. when I'm betting on sports. Because I like a high scoring game. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah, the deacon wouldn't know anything about that. Oh, no. What? I only have like two, three sins. This episode has been sponsored by FanDuel. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, FanDuel, we will definitely sponsor you. As we will, yeah. by Obidei or the Washlet. That's right. There you go. I like it. Well, you know, it is so important because I, I think both physically and spiritually, uh, we talk about cleanliness uh, we talk about cleansing of our sins, about this idea of releasing the burden of those sins. And that's what faith really is in the, and the, the, the community of, of spirituality when it comes to following Jesus. It says, listen, you, you can cleanse yourself of your sins by giving them to Jesus, by giving them over to God and saying, hey, I, I did this. And now I want freedom from it. And so I give it to you and he washes you clean. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the idea. I mean, it is almost as, uh, you know, as if, as if the bidet of Christ, but it's more his blood has washed over us. It's cleansed us from the bidet of Christ. Oh, that's what we got to call the episode. We don't plan a name for the episode and then it just happens naturally. The bidet Uh, of Christ. I love it. Okay. I love it. I love that. And, and, and as for you and your people, yes, my people. your people definitely believe that uh, obviously he made the world, you know, and he made earth and everything, which is awesome. Which That's I, right. Yeah, Seven th- days. Yeah, yeah. Th- yep. th- thanks, Jesus. Creation. So I, I think one of the issues that uh, I've seen like environmentalists arguing over is what is better for the environment? Toilet paper. Or water. Or bidets. Okay, and what do they say? So a bidet uses a lot less water per time than than a flush because you've got to take all the toilet paper needs to be broken down. Oh yeah, but on the other side, right? So trees are definitely better, and I think probably bidets are better for the environment. But the ones that we use a year in America, which like get attached onto your toilet, yeah. Which, when we're done recording, and after another beer, I may order one just to the house and see what my wife has to say. Yeah. Um, it uses wait. electric. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. More so power. they use electric. And you sometimes yeah. you need to have an electrician set it up if you don't have that set towards the toilet. Yeah. And so I think that a bidet is better for the environment. But I'm not certain. Hmm. And I want people out there to let us know. What are your thoughts? I think that's an interesting concept. I, you know, I have been close several times to ordering my own bidet. Yeah. And if I had known, 
uh, that there was the capacity to make it warm the seat. I'd probably, and, the, and the water. I'd probably already be in that and camp. And the water. I'd definitely be in that camp. Yeah. yeah I, I think would, you should be there. I would love to never have to wipe again. So, I will tell you. Although, I my, my, really bro- my do... brother doesn't wipe. But he does say that the drying mechanism takes a little while longer. Mm. Right? So, you could wipe with a quick pat. Yeah. Or you can dry. But it takes a little while longer to get your rumpus dry, as he would say. Well, you know what they say. Than it would... If you just did a quick pat. So you use actually less toilet paper, but still, yeah, there may be some toilet paper used. Eh, you're so fresh and so clean. Ain't nobody doper than me. I'm so fresh and so clean. So, so fresh, fresh and, and so, so clean, clean. clean. Hey, everybody out there, stay fresh, stay clean. That's right. And listen, if you have any questions, uh, remember that we don't know all the answers, but we can tell you that um, the one answer you can be sure of is if you're using toilet paper, over is the only way to go. <laughs> and if you go and you don't replace the toilet paper, you're a monster. This episode has been brought to you by Charmin. <laughs> oh, they would not like this one. They well, t- two things you can count on. That's right. The monster is in. <laughs> and the deacon is speaking. Listen, thank you so much to our producers, uh, Tucker Butler, to Music by Franchise, to our wives for testing our bidets. Yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the gastroenterologist, uh, Nick Danger. Nick Danger. Uh, to my brother, the financial planner, uh, 585 planner. And then I also want to say, hey, go on iTunes. Yeah. Subscribe to our show. Yeah. Give us a five out of five. And I'm going to ask everybody. Because we're having so much fun doing this. Tell one of your friends to listen to our show. Just one. Just one friend. And then you can go and you can also find Outcast on there and you can listen to Ain't nobody's doper than me. I'm so fresh and so, so, fresh fresh and so, so clean, clean. Clean. That's it. You've heard it from us. Stay Peace. fresh. Stay clean. Peace. Out. Excellent brain trust to market it. Brandis, that's set in stone like the Ten Commandments. This show won't be around for infinite years. I think we can all agree on ice cold beers. 100% authentic, you can't fake it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in. Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman.